welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Merle, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Merle Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general, as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. give a regular shout out to the patrons who are supporting us to make this show and do the good fail. The value of what you offer us is so utterly breathtaking in its scope. If you want to join us on Patreon then you can do so by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash the good fail and a heartfelt thank you to Anna and John who have already done just that. Now on with the show. Hold up! Before we start the show, over on Patreon we've been planning an exciting offer for our existing and new patrons and we couldn't wait to tell you about it. We're offering anyone who signs up for our Plucky Piglet Club or above and any existing patron who upgrades to the same the opportunity to write us a bonus episode of the Good Fail podcast. How amazing is that? You'll get to choose the title and topic, ask questions, suggest recommendations and get your name read out with writing credit. If there's a subject you feel we've left out of the good fail so far or there's something you've always wanted to add to the conversation then now is your chance. We're introducing this exclusive offer as a perk to our highest club but first we wanted to give everyone the option of getting involved and peeking behind the scenes at the inner workings of planning a podcast. This special offer is running from right now, that's the 7th of September 2020 to midnight British summertime on Monday the 28th, so come join the Good Fail community and get planning. And if you're listening to this episode well after this promotion has expired, but you're bursting with ideas for an episode of the Good Fail, then why not join our Dauntless Dorothy Club over on Patreon? Hi! Today we're exploring the idea of rewards, as described by author Gretchen Rubens, and asking whether it can be applied to the good fail. But first, how have you been failing this week? Our failure this week is a joint one. Yes, it is. And actually, I feel like it was more my failure because <laughs> I brought it on. But then I just like jumped on the bandwagon <laughs> and was just like, yeah, let's get totally, I'm totally let's do down. This. <laughs> going into this downward spiral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we basically just came to a moment of just complete um, feeling like complete failures. Yeah, and for like really innocuous reasons. Oh my God. <laughs> Abra said to me, oh, have you seen these nice um, laptop skins that you can get? Referring to the fact that, oh, this blooming laptop is just like, <laughs> has become the symbol. She wasn't referring to this, but this is what's happened. The laptop, my broken laptop, has become the symbol of just everything that's wrong in my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so um, Abra very, um, very casually, very innocently asking about, you know, if I'd seen these nice laptop skins for a potential new laptop that I might get, um, sent, sent me into just rolls and rolls of, I don't know, disappointment with my life, where I was, how I was feeling. And yeah, I pulled Abra with me. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, and you know what? I really hate this, 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 and this, and I can't bear the thought of this, 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 and this. And I like, yeah, just the good thing was that while we were in it, I could we could both see that we were in it, and I knew that we just had to talk ourselves out of it, and we would get yeah. To the end. Eventually, we talk ourselves back round to feeling positive about things again yeah which we did do after did. i don't know half an hour an yeah. hour of just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely saying, yeah and this is wrong with my life and this is wrong and all this work we've been doing on the good fail and kind of re trying to retrain our brains to think positively and, and really visualize amazing things happening and um sometimes it's hard to see where all that hard work is going because you can't you can't see tangible results or I can't at the moment yeah and so I think that's really where it led us to like it's obviously not working I don't know how long we have to carry on doing this and there's just a point where it's not us anymore it's (laughs) definitely the outside universe just not giving us anything and just saying you just go live in a hole for the rest of your life and don't try and do anything amazing and we eventually got down to the very bottom of that and then managed to get back up again and yeah. say it is just about us taking our time making it work um doing the hard work doing the hard graft continuing to feel positive about things continuing to visualize you know the better things coming our way and changing our reality i think it's a big one for us that we so i guess that the failure does have a happy ending and that we did get back round <laughs> The failure was that I could see myself, I know that, um, because when you said to me, oh, have you seen these nice Mm. laptop skins? Um, It led me to thinking about this new laptop, which um, I have to, I'm basically having to, from my point of view, having to downgrade Mm. my laptop because I can't afford to get... um, uh, a good laptop with all the specs that I might need for um, doing artwork and stuff on the computer. Um, and I'm having to downgrade because I don't have the money. And when I um, got my other laptop that has now broken, um, the thought was that, well, when you need to replace it, you'll be making enough money to be able to afford to replace it for a like, mm, like, like, like for like kind of thing. Um, and it's got to the point now where it's broken, yes, earlier than we were expecting Mm, it to go down, Um, but I'm not in a place that I can replace it like for like, Um, and I know, I know that money is always my trigger when I see that I can't afford what I would like to have or, you know, what would be ideal, Um, or when I, basically when I see feel like I don't have enough money yeah I know that is my trigger and I could see it happening 
And the failure was that I did not stop myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like, wee, get on the train. Yeah. Okay. Africa, come <laughs> with me. Sure thing, girl. <laughs> And then we just had a, like I've said, about an hour-long wine. Yeah. Which felt, to be fair, quite good. <laughs> Get it off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we did manage to pull ourselves back round um, to feeling like, you know what, we are in control of, you know, what's happening in our lives. Not completely. No. But, you know, we can... There are oh, changes that we can make. Exactly. Through doing the good fail, we are already, I'm seeing changes mm. in my kind of mental attitude towards things. And that is helping already to kind of change the way I perceive reality. And then, yeah. you know, that can only get better from here. Yeah. Which is what we need to be focusing on. But yeah, it's like even if your circumstances aren't changing, your reality is changing. And that's changing how you interact with your circumstances yeah and then how you feel about yeah so that's what we went through yesterday that's what we went through (laughs) yesterday (laughs) um that's our kind of failure for this week although like i say i think it has does have a positive side because we did manage to get ourselves out of it eventually we did and it was nice to be able to go um oh i can see what this is when we were yeah i can see what this is and i know that we're going to get to the other side yeah pretty soon yeah um so i just need to feel this yeah get it out the way (laughs) and move on and then move on so um that was that was a really good thing to realize at the time because i think maybe before now i would have just felt really bad and then just carried on feeling really bad because you don't really know why yeah why how to get yourself out of it feels like that but how have you been succeeding this week? It's so, so funny. <laughs> whenever, you come, whenever you ask that question, I have a moment of just being completely blind. <laughs> I have not succeeded this week. <laughs> but I have succeeded. Well, not this week. Um, like we said last episode, we've got a bit of a backlog of kind of successes and yeah. failures. Um, as we haven't been recording for so long. But anyway, recently I... Um, decided on what my theme was for my well-made calendar for 2021. Yes. And this is, this was a big deal for me to have thought of it so so early on. (laughs) Uh, um, Last year, to be fair, I had a kind of idea of what I wanted to do from the beginning of the year. But then, so I already had, I thought of the theme relating to um, how I could group together some artwork that I already had Mm. from previous years. So I didn't have a whole load of new images to do for the calendar. But there were some, and I didn't get round to doing it until quite late on in the year. But this year, I had no idea from the very beginning of the year, and it's taken me this... I've been thinking since January, guys, what is my theme going to be for the calendar? Because doing 12 new images... I can tell you at the rate I go is quite a big task. And so the fact that I even thought of something is a success. I feel good about that. I finally decided on something, but then also I have decided on it 
early enough and I already have images for because I again I've chosen a group of images that I've done to group together and I'm going to do more in that kind of style but I thought about it early enough and you know I've got basically got on it and I've already started go me (laughs) time to celebrate (laughs) so basically the hope is that you know I'll be able to get this calendar printed off fairly early fairly early for me and really get people on board with it a lot sooner yeah because last year I it did do fairly well but I didn't have it printed until November Mm, sometime yeah um so you know if I could get it printed for the beginning of October or something that would be that would be really good even September. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, when do you guys start buying calendars? Yeah, it'd be good to know. I know I'm always so last minute that probably January. Yeah. <laughs> if I buy anything, which to be fair, I don't these days because we always have our mm. my calendar. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so that's, I sound really down about it. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe talking about our downward spiral yesterday is... <laughs> taking me to that place a little bit um it's yeah no it's really good i'm feeling really happy about the (laughs) i'm trying to convince myself now i'm trying to convince myself okay (laughs) yeah let's just move on to how you have been succeeding this week i feel that you can take some amount of credit for my success because my success is that i am the process of setting up an etsy shop Yay! And Mal is taking me under her wing. <laughs> yeah, her little Etsy wing, going, "Come this way, I'll show you. I'll yeah. show you the ropes." Um, so you can definitely take some credit for that. Okay, so good. If you're not feeling super enthused about your other success, <laughs> yeah, you've got this one as well. Um, yeah, so I'm starting an Etsy shop to Ooh. hopefully sell a bespoke service, making commissioned lettering slash artwork surrounding names and the meaning of flowers yeah (laughs) you've got it down to a t now just like (laughs) i don't want to like try and start explaining it more because i know that i'll be here for like another 10 minutes yeah (laughs) and it's not all super worked out yet but um that is what i've been working on and it feels really good to be doing something that will potentially earn me money for my creativity, mm. which is something that, as you all know, I've super, super struggled with. Yeah. Um, and this, yeah, this is something that could work and could get me money. So I think what it is, is it feels quite tangible. You put the thing on Etsy and then if all goes to plan, people will buy it. Yeah. Whereas you know, when you go up for auditions as an actress, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get paid work from it. Whereas this, there's like a very, very there's logical just, yeah, step. You're going, to yeah, take exactly. Towards the money. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas when it comes to acting, it just feels like shots in the dark. Yeah. And you don't know if you're going to land next to the pot of money or not. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, let's not play it down. Obviously, Things aren't guaranteed to work out on Etsy. And you can have products up there that never sell. Mm. Yeah. But having said that, I think you have a really good idea and that is going to do well. Fingers crossed. I feel really 
uh, excited about it right now. So let's hope that that continues. Let's hope, you know, in a couple of months' time, it's not the failure. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been failing this week? I closed my ears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's not end on that. Let's not end on Image. closing shop down <laughs> yeah. in a few months because it's gone so terribly. <laughs> Let's end on the fact that I put photos up for the products that I want to sell. Yes. I started to make my first listings. I've got a shop name. Yeah. It's all looking really exciting. It is. And we will keep you updated on that as yeah. well. So, moving on to our main topic yes. for today, can we clarify why exactly we'll be talking about rewards in this episode? Uh, right. You're going to have to bear with us a little bit because this topic may at first seem a little left field. Yeah. You can say that again. Yeah, and that's because it kind of, the way it came to us was a little left yeah. field. So, I don't know if you remember, um, or maybe you haven't listened to that episode yet, um, if you haven't, go listen. Go listen. But the last episode of season two, we recommended a quiz created by the author Gretchen Rubens, who we mentioned in the introduction, mm. um, which was to help you identify, uh, as she had kind of categorised them, three person, no, four personality types, um, which you could utilise for creating good habits. It's a, it was a super fun quiz, and we got quite a lot out of doing we, it. We felt like we'd gained some insights into ourselves from doing it. Yeah. Um, and it was also really fun to do a quiz, and it was the end of season two, and we were kind yeah. of going, yeah, let's just recommend something really fun to yeah. do. Um, but it was, um, which we mentioned in the episode, connected with a book that she'd written about the whole subject of these four personality types and how you could um, utilise them, like we said, for creating good habits. So she'd written a whole book about it and we said in the episode, we will probably go on and read this yeah. book. Well, we did, guys. Yes. It's called Better Than Before. Yes. It's by Gretchen Rubens. And it was really interesting. It was really interesting. <laughs> and we got more out of it um, even more out of it than we'd got out from the quiz, kind of more information. It, yeah, it went obviously into a lot more depth about yeah. the, the four personality types and, you know, what you can do to help yourself out. Yeah, exactly. And in the last, or near the end of the book, there was a chapter about rewards. And talking about whether reward, rewarding yourself was an effective way to create a good habit. So um, if you were trying to create a habit, if you said, um, if I do this thing, I don't know, maybe you're trying to run every morning. Yeah. If I run every morning for a week, I will buy myself a donut, just say. Yeah. <laughs> and then the donut is like the reward. The, the donut is run the every day for that week. Yeah. And I, I don't know, just the way Ruben explained, described that, concept in her book yeah it's suddenly really clearly related to doing the good fail in our eyes it did <laughs> and if you're still feeling a bit confused yeah maybe we can explain what we're going on about here yeah <laughs> let's a break, little bit break further. this down a little bit more yeah 
for not so many kind of like perplexed faces yeah (laughs) um as we're imagining them yeah right now um okay so what what our kind of little bridge was to going from rewards to the good fail yeah was that we we think that there are quite a few people out there who view success as a reward for hard work yeah and let's be honest here, we think lots of you think that way because we think that way. We think that way. This is how we think. And we are hoping we're not alone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and if we are, oh God, we're just so broken. Yeah. So basically, even as we're exploring the um, idea and ways of um, accepting failure for this podcast yes there is still like this nugget inside of us that believes that the reward for all that good failing will be success yes it's like i am still (laughs) waiting for our episodes to be reaching like a million listeners and us to be like taken on to the Oprah Winfrey show. Elizabeth Day, How to Fail podcast. Yes. To be in like all the magazines, to be featured on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) To be recommended on Spotify. Um, I'm still waiting for that to happen as a reward for putting in all this hard work trying to accept failure. Yes. Yes, and we wanted to bring you a quote which was kind of one of the standout quotes in Gretchen Rubin's book. Yeah, that made us kind of make this connection. Yeah. So I'm going to read it out and try not to mess, mess it up. up. <laughs> I'm going to bring the bring it closer to you. Okay. That makes it harder to read though. <laughs> Just because, I mean, in terms of talking to my friend. I'm, I'm gonna move the microphone oh my you. god I've got the microphone to myself <laughs> this is so amazing <laughs> um okay so Gretchen Rubin writes I eventually concluded rewards can actually be dangerous for habit formation first a reward teaches me that I wouldn't do a particular activity for its own sake but only to earn that reward Therefore, I learned to associate that activity with an imposition, a deprivation, or suffering. Mm, shaking the microphone back. And <laughs> my phone's no longer mine. <laughs> uh, okay, all joking aside, I think she makes a really good point. And how this relates to the good fail is, as we have maybe already made clear, that while we continue to see success as inevitable reward for failure, we are always going to see failure as an imposition, a deprivation, or suffering. Yes. So, where does this view come from? Yeah, I mean, that's a good place to start. How have we begun associating failure as the hard bit and success as the reward? And you know why do we think that success is inevitable from the hard bit yeah um and i think what we need to do 
is turn to our culture and think about all the films and TV shows you have ever watched. Yeah. You know, probably a few of you will be going, but what about this one? What about this one? Okay. Yeah. Not those ones. No. Not the few exceptions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of them. Most, Most of the other ones. Yeah. Think about the books you've read. Yes. Think about how you were raised. I think this is an important one. Certainly something which I've noticed in myself. Um, even though a lot of us, I say a lot of us, okay, even though there are people out there, including ourselves, mm-hmm. who are no longer classed as working class, I'm yes. talking about England. Yeah, of course, there isn't such a clear class system in other yeah. other countries, but you kind of get the idea. Yeah. You're on low income, um, you're having to work really hard just to get enough to survive. Yeah. Um, so even if we're not on that level now, and even if we are fairly comfortably off, there may be in your past, maybe your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, people in your ancestral line who have been on the low-income scale and have struggled to make ends meet. Yes. And their legacy has been passed down to us. Yeah. Maybe we can use our own family as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, our, we have done, or actually, I will bow out of that. <laughs> I did not do. <laughs> but certainly our mum and Abra also helped. Mm-hmm. Um, did extensive research a couple of years ago into our family tree on our mum's side. And traced our lineage back all the way to exotic Yorkshire (laughs) and when I say all the way back I mean all the way back how many generations back did you get I don't know but I think we got maybe back to the like the late 1700s okay and they are all all from Yorkshire Yorkshire. (laughs) at one point we saw Derbyshire on there we got so excited (laughs) it was like oh my god we've got ancestors in Derbyshire (laughs) until we realized because, oh, also, little pointer here, most of our, it's not only Yorkshire. all our ancestors are from Yorkshire, they're nearly all from Sheffield. And so we were like, Derbyshire, this is like new, exotic, I can taste like, you know, pineapple on my tongue, this <laughs> yeah. feels so good. And then we looked at a map and we saw that the place in Derbyshire where our ancestors are from were like closer to Sheffield than other parts of Yorkshire. Okay. <laughs> And like the dream was dashed around. <laughs> the dream, yeah, dashed. Okay, so they're all from Yorkshire slash Sheffield. Yeah. And they are all kind of in um, kind of factory work. Spoon buffer is the one that always sticks in my mind. <laughs> so cute. But um, also um, metalsmith. Yeah, a met- lot, lot of metalwork, a lot of industry, like, you know, intensive industry. industry yeah. yeah, when you think of Northern England, when you think of the industrial yeah. birth. Yeah. Then, is that the right word? Yeah, anyway. then you, that is what all our family was involved in. And I think it was only really our grandparents, maybe our great-grandparents, mm. who began to be a little bit more kind of socially mobile and began yeah. to move up until move up the ladder yeah until yeah our grandparents moved down south um for our grandfather's job yeah and he ended up being 
quite well off, kind of in England we'd call it middle class. Um, and our mum followed suit, got, you know, a good job. Yeah. But even though we have now grown up with no actual memory for ourselves yeah. of that the kind of hardship that our ancestors have gone through, still I think it can definitely be argued that their legacy, as Abra has already said, their legacy is passed down to us in our mental attitude yeah. towards life. Certainly, our grandfather all, was always so clear about the fact that you had to get a good job yeah, and you had to pay the bills. And that was the main thing. You had to get money so that you could survive. Yeah, and he was rightly proud of how he had worked his way up the ladder from, you know, coming from a more working class background to moving south, getting a good job, moving up the the rungs to, like, managerial positions and really, really working his way out of that. Yeah, so he was then passed on to our mum the idea that you needed to not indulge in your creativity and your you know what you really enjoyed you had to go out there get a job that paid well and you know do a similar climb up the ladder yes exactly and um certainly when we were growing up I had no conception of the idea that you would have a job that you enjoyed yeah it was just to make money and to put food on the table yes and very risk averse to jeopardizing security security yes security and money was the main thing and so like i say even though we've never ourselves experienced that kind of hardship still hardwired into us is this idea that hard work begets money begets security yes and comfort so that that all to say that Think about, (laughs) yeah, think about that. Think about how you were raised and how how your kind of ancestors may still be influencing your mental attitude. attitude towards success. Yes. Okay, so we've had, think about the TV films, uh, TV films, (laughs) TV and films that you've watched, the books you've read, how you were raised, also, think about how failure is often framed in hindsight um, into a, a narrative that has led to success. Yeah. So when you hear people talking about the, the success, if they're honest about their failures beforehand, yeah. it's always how it led to their success. And <clears throat> quite often this will happen in interviews with famous, highly successful people. And they're talking about what went wrong for them. But it's always, it's always like, oh, but I don't regret any of it because I'm successful now. Like, it all led to this. Like, if I hadn't done, if this hadn't happened and this hadn't happened, then it wouldn't have got yeah. to this point where I'm now mega successful. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. And it's these kind of stories. Like, we humans love a good story. Yeah. So I think it's inevitable that, that is how things are, you're gonna that framework. Yeah, we're always looking for a, 
our own narrative. Yeah, we're always in our lives. Yeah, we're always looking for that storyline, <clears throat> that thread that connects everything together yeah. and makes it one um one continuous novel rather yes. than like lots of just separate <laughs> short stories. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre incidents that have no connection to each other. Um but I think because of that, because of hearing the stories of you know, from famous successful people, from all those things that we've said, um we obviously view ourselves as the protagonists in our own stories. Yes. And we see the world of stories out there with that same running narrative yeah. of like hardship leads to success. Yes. And just think about the phrase, just work hard. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Just work hard and you'll get what you want. Just work hard and you'll manage to do it. Yeah. Just work hard and everything will be okay. Yeah. Put your head down, work hard. Um, and I think most of us can relate to that. I think probably someone has said that to us in our lifetimes. Um, oh, sure. So where does that leave failure then? Well, when, I mean, when success is seen as a reward that we're entitled to, like, that's obviously going to happen because, you know, we've gone through all this bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. And look at, look at everyone gone else through out all there. this failure. Yeah. <laughs> Look at everything. Look at all the other people out there. They've they've had they have had their failure, and now they're you know now they're massive. Yeah, um, they're doing good. Um, I think that's instantly failure is then seen as undesirable. Yes, except for where it pertains to success. Yes, later on. Yeah, um, but of course, when you're in the the messy middle part of the failure. It's hard. it's hard to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you're assuming when you're in that part that it is leading to success. But obviously, when you're at the point of success, it's much easier to look back and go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to go through that. Uh, which is where we're at, <clears throat> we're at the moment. So kind of like coming full mm-hmm. circle here. Yeah. We are in that moment of being in the me- messy, messy middle bit and kind of, Seeking success, but at the moment only feeling the pain of failure. Yes. I keep saying yes very emphatically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know no, I, I mean, just do. I just agree with me. I, I agree with myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm making so many good points here. Uh, <laughs> how can we switch our mindset on this? Please tell me there's a way. <laughs> Come there's on. There's got to be a way. Well, there kind of is. We think that... Um, Gretchen Rubin, again, in her book, can give us a clue when she's talking about rewards. So, mic switch. <laughs> mic switch. I'm taking the mic this time. Oh, look, it's all mine. And um, let me read you this quote, which I think explains what we, what we mean. So, Gretchen Rubin says, We are extrinsically motivated when we do an activity to get an external reward a carrot, or to avoid an external punishment, a stick. We are intrinsically motivated when we pursue an activity for its own sake. Drawing on intrinsic motivation makes us far more likely to stick to a behaviour and find it satisfying. 
<laughs> so then are we saying that we in order to change our mindset we need to see failure as a reward in itself that's worth experiencing for its own sake mm-hmm. and not as a means to the ultimate reward of success yeah and I think there's a link as well when she talks about extrinsic and intrinsic motivation mm. um, because when we're extrinsically motivated so finding out um, finding motivation from outside sources i.e. the reward yeah. or the success um, we are we're not as happy in the situation that we're in you know in, in this instance with the the habit that you're trying to form yeah. but in relation to failure the situation that isn't success yeah whereas when you're intrinsically intrinsically motivated i.e motivated by inward and inner emotions or feelings mm-hmm. um then you are much more likely to be more in the present moment and be more comfortable and happy with where you're at yeah um so i think it is a case of kind of out also a case of outward and inward um but yes that hopefully then leads you to seeing failure as you were saying abra as a reward in itself rather than as yeah. success being the inevitable reward yeah and that this being the steps towards it yeah um which is what we're trying to achieve with this podcast um and this process is finding a way to be in the present and be kind of yeah excited by enjoying that moment even if it is failure but how do we do that because that seems like the dream that we would feel that way but how do we do that by practicing the good fail yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes so how Gretchen Rubin talks about the way rewards are often seen as something good um, but can actually be detrimental in the long run helped us to clarify how we can frame our relationship between success and failure yeah I think you kind of already kind of answered this maybe question maybe I kind of skipped <laughs> yeah, you kind of, I was thinking <laughs> I was seeing it going is she going to ask that question or is she just going to answer it <laughs> it just came to me off the top of my head and I said it oh darn it I've so this is really the up. conclusion to what you were just saying rather than a question okay God, guys <laughs> I messed that one up um Oh, we already said it. Yeah. Let's move on. on. What can we conclude from all this? (laughs) I hope that hasn't confused everyone. I think what we conclude from it is that by practicing (laughs) a good fail, we can find reward enough in the process. Yes. uh, (laughs) We need to make this into a t-shirt. We do. (laughs) So many t-shirts going out of this podcast. (laughs) Um, but yeah so let's just go over that again because maybe we did just make it a bit confusing by jumping all over the place or certainly not following the plan that we set out (laughs) for ourselves 
Um, we feel that doing the good fail, i.e. listening to all the podcasts that we have, a shameless advertising. But no, taking into account um, the different subjects that we have discussed on this show, um, I mean, certainly I can see has already helped me yeah. um, view things differently. Um, so... <laughs> Can you hear our cat? He is whining so loudly. Uh, it doesn't get enough love. Anyway. Um, yeah, by listening to everything we talked about on The Good Fail, hopefully that's already giving you a way of uh, finding peace and um, reward in your failures, mm-hmm. in your present moment, and um, not, hopefully seeing success as the end point that you're trying to reach and everything before that just being a bit dull Mm. and as demonstrated with our failure at the beginning of this podcast it's not an easy process and we are still in that yeah process of trying to get to a point where we're not as focused on the as we see an end result but it's difficult (laughs) if you've got nothing to add to that I'm just like sitting here going yeah god it's really difficult (laughs) yeah it is and yeah it's not easy I want to say something (laughs) good I want to be like it's not easy but we'll get there I think that's the point is that maybe we won't get there we may not ever get to that point of success but if we practice the good fail then that doesn't actually we don't need to yeah okay good conclusion Mm -hmm. thanks Alfred you got that you're welcome (laughs) you saved it (laughs) reeling it back in (laughs) um that's let's just leave it there before we add more words and confuse the situation what's our recommendation for this week if you haven't already guessed it because we haven't just been going on about it for the entire episode. episode. It is Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. Yes. It is a book that helps helps you to find out how to work with your own strengths when forming new habits. Yeah. And as we've just demonstrated, it also shows us how to do the good fail better. It certainly does. <laughs> well done, Gretchen Rubin. Yes, thank, thank you. you for that book. What's up in our next episode? Okay. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Perseverance. Ooh. I think it's probably a bit more obvious how that's related to the good fail. Yeah, and it's something which we have probably talked about glancingly mm-hmm. in previous episodes, but it's never had its own dedicated episode. That's right. It's going to be exciting. Stay tuned. It'll be coming at you next week. Yeah. And in the meantime, take care and live your best life. By failing lots and lots. Yeah. (laughs) And loving it. (laughs) Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. 
Barbara is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales and online at www.merlemadetales.com. Together, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.